Hello and welcome back to Leader Up, a podcast of Army Management Staff College. Leader Up is a professional leadership conversation where we discuss a broad range of leadership and leader development topics with an emphasis on the Army profession. I'm your host, David Howie. In today's episode, we have two very special guests. Both of them are recent graduates of the CES Intermediate course, but these two are different from most other graduates. And what's different is that these two graduates completed a 12-week version of the Intermediate course in an all-online format in a virtual classroom. In today's episode of Leader Up, we're going to talk to them and find out about their experiences in this all-online version of the CES Intermediate course. Joining us today are John Dwyer and Judith Sandor. So Judith and John, welcome to Leader Up and thank you for your time. And let's start off uh, today by hearing just a little bit about each one of you, where you work, what you do. And John, let me start with you. Good afternoon. Uh, Thanks for inviting me, David. Uh, My name is John DeWire. I'm currently the branch chief for the software engineering department at uh, United States Military Academy. I've been in the role about a year. Um, I have a team of 13 people. Prior to that, I was the lead in the electrical engineering computer science division, our department at West Point, for about five years. So that's the total into my DOD service. Prior to that, I was several different industries as a consultant, a contractor, had my own IT business for a while, and as a a regular employee. So I've moved around a little bit. And it's always nice to be called special. Thanks, David. Thank you, John. I'm very happy to to have you here on Leader Up today. And Judith, can we hear a little bit about you also? Uh, Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Thank you, David, for inviting me to share my experience about the virtual uh, CS Intermediate Classroom. Um, So I've been working for the Department of the Army for about 10 years now. I'm currently an HR officer at Fort Meade. I work for the Civilian Human Resources Agency. Um, I'm a non-appropriated funds employee. I've been in this role since about um, 2016, and I supervise a team of seven. Um, before that, I was uh, I was a lead. I was leading the, the, the same team. And I actually started working for the Army um, as a military spouse at an, an entry-level position in an NF2 position. And I slowly uh, worked my way up and became more knowledgeable. And um, I'm an HR officer now. So, And thank you again for, for having me part of, uh, of this podcast. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for for giving up your time to uh, talk to our Leader Up audience about your experience. And so I want to talk about uh, this, the virtual classroom, the intermediate course that you took. And um, I want to just ask, and I'll start with Judith on this one. What caused you to take this? What how did you find out about it? And what was your motivation to take? Uh, this class in this in this manner. Uh, so, David, I was um, browsing on Chartus one day, and I saw that there is this virtual um, class being offered, and I, I was like, "Wow, this is this is amazing!" Let me. I actually googled it to see what this is. How come it's virtual? I never heard about it, and 
um, I signed up for it and I was super excited that I was accepted. Um, I've been planning on, on taking the CS intermediate, the residential phase uh, for a long time, uh, but I haven't been able to actually commit to being away from my family for three weeks. And um, so this, this was a really great opportunity for me to actually complete the residential phase and uh, develop my leadership skills while I was still being able to uh, care for my family and uh, be there for my team. So it was like, just like the best of both worlds. Okay. And John, how about you? What, what caused you, how did you find out about this program first? And then what, what was your motivation to, to take this one? Um, for me, I originally took the foundations course. So I saw this course as listed underneath the CES. Um, I always wanted to improve my skills in the supervisory leadership area. So I did the SDC course as well, I guess in 2000, maybe 17. Um, like Judith, I couldn't take three weeks away. So I was always hesitant to do the intermediate course. So in 2018, I was like, okay, let me do phase one. Um, and I knew they were trialing, or I'd kind of read something about the trialing, maybe the distance learning option. And I was like, so I kept watching out. And then I, when after I just got promoted to supervisor, I went in checking again, and the option was there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to jump on this because it suits me for how my family and work life is. So it was a great opportunity to, for me, for myself personally. And, and so for both of you, what I'm hearing is it was partly uh, a, f- a family concern that you didn't want to be away from home for three weeks, but there was also uh, work concerns that you didn't want to be away from your workplace. Is that correct? Yes. For me, I know I couldn't be away more than a week um, with my family life, and I would just take in the, the position so... I was still getting up to speed, so I, I don't think in, in my I wouldn't even, maybe in a couple of years, but um, uh, for me, I felt I needed the knowledge sooner rather than later. Uh, yes, David. So for me, it was very similar. I've always I've been planning on taking this class uh, pretty much since 2016. Um, I had a mentor who. Uh, or in 2016, when I first became a supervisor, who always encouraged me to take uh, CS Intermediate, he thought that it would be a really great um, development opportunity for me as as a new supervisor. So it's always kind of been looming. It's like, oh, I have to take CS Intermediate. So I've been, I was always planning on taking it, but I could never really commit to it. Uh, you know, it's, it was either summer or it was winter. There was always something uh, that prevented me from being away from my family for. Uh, three weeks. Um, so this was almost like a, a, a sense of relief that I finally accomplished this uh, goal that I had set my, for myself about three, four years ago to complete CES uh, Intermediate. Um, in addition to that, uh, my agency also um, has the CES courses listed on our IDPs, on our individual development plans. So it was, um, I, I always try to improve my skills where I can as a, as a professional and as a leader, but it's also part of our, our IDPs that we, we have to complete in order to uh, move up certain, um, to complete certain phases of the IDP. 
Um, so I was, uh, everything else I was able to complete up until now, all the learning courses that were offered online, this was really the only one that prevented me from uh, completing that section of my IDP. And so let's, let's think back to uh, when we first started this class. This was, this class started in uh, January uh, of 2020 and then graduated uh, in the middle of April of 2020. So for both of you, just thinking back on your experience, taking this class, staying in the workplace, staying with your family, what do you think the benefits are looking back on your experience? What do you think the benefits are of having done the class in this way? And let me start with, uh, I'll start with John on this one. Uh, Again, I guess the main one was uh, the situation where I needed to be around with my family and work commitments as well. But also, I guess by doing the distance learning, I had a week in and out between when we would learn new skills um, to help me improve. So I was actually able to implement something that I learned or that we talked about in the sync session before the next session came around. So I think for me, the length of time helped me. I was able to observe the information a lot more and actually spend more time just on that section because I I know I probably, what we would learn in a week and the distance learning would be probably what I would do in a day with the resident portion. So I think that helped me a lot because that's where I'm at with we got so many things going on in life that now you kind of okay I can take a week to take all this information in um, and that would that suited my style of learning at this moment in time and and I remember John you were uh, in my seminar and I remember every week uh, you would come in and talk about something uh, that was that was happening in your workplace for you as a supervisor that uh, we had talked about the previous week, and so uh, Judith, how about you? What what um, what what do you think the benefits are for you personally of of taking the course in this way? Uh, so yes, David. Just as as John mentioned, uh, definitely the opportunity to completing it virtually without leaving home, um, being there for your your family still every evening for dinner time, spending the weekends with with our family was was really uh, beneficial for my personal life, and then. Um, professionally, I mean, even though I have a really great team that I could have um, easily left behind for for three weeks and they would have done a a fantastic job in my absence, um, I feel that there were so many things going on that I I could also still be there for them um, and still participate in the workforce. They they barely, I barely left really. I was was there throughout the the whole um, period from January to April. And um, I can definitely... Everything John said, I think looking back um, at how the information, how was I was able to absorb all the new information or just um, reflect on some of the information that we gained throughout the sync sessions, we, we had a, a week between each sync session. So uh, I completed most of the tasks and, and requirements on, on different days, sometimes even uh, during the weekend. 
Uh, so that extra uh, period of time between distinct sessions allowed me to uh, allow the information to sink in a, a bit deeper and then uh, allowed much more flexibility um, as well. And so think about uh, also your your experience in, in this class that that you went through and have how does it compare with uh, other uh, experiences that you've heard from people who took either other online classes uh, or uh, resident versions of uh, other CES courses? And I'll start with uh, Judith on that one. Uh, yeah, so my my mentor that I, I previously mentioned that uh, always encouraged me to to take CS Intermediate. He talked to me about his experience and and what he um, he shared with me that one advantage of taking the resident course was that he could just leave everything behind and fully focus for three weeks on the material versus uh, also having to 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 juggle work and personal life commitment. Um, but I, I'm a firm believer that with, with proper planning and, and focus, um, you can accomplish all of that, even in the virtual setting. So you just have to be aware what are the distractions and, and how can you eliminate uh, that. And it's all about really what you put in. Um, so um, you can you can have the same exact experience and you can take the same exact uh, learning opportunities away from this course, even if you take it in in a virtual setting. Um, I would say some other differences, uh, my, my mentor talked about some of the networking opportunities. So I'm sure when it, in terms of relationship building, that's a bit more challenging in the virtual environment. And how do you accomplish uh, group assignments together? Uh, but again, as, as long as you're committed to uh, f- focusing on this, this course, uh, it can all be uh, done in a virtual setting as well. And John, how about you? How did you? How do you compare your experience either with uh, other online classes or other resident classes? Um, I haven't done any real resident classes in a, in a long time. I mean, most of the training I do nowadays is is all online, remote. Um, so not probably over the same period of time. Usually they're a week or two. Um, for me, I think... I usually go to the real, if I go to a computer boot camp, you, you take away some information. You don't take it away maybe all the information that's given because it's just a, a lot of information coming at you in a short period of time. Um, and I think with modern technology now, I mean, we can, we're having this conversation from four different places probably. So that that's available now. So ho- being hosted in Blackboard and everybody does their training that way. I mean, it was seamless when it came to synchronizing with people. I mean, we could email with them. I could chat with them. We could set up our own meeting and go in. And if you needed to do whiteboards or whatever in the, in the system, it was all ready available. So from, from that point of view of having tools to accomplish what you were trying to do, the, the you know, what the system that's there worked perfectly. Um, as Judith indicated, maybe the, downside a little bit might be that you don't have that networking capability um but i know with the smaller group of the team i interacted with i know i can reach out to one of them in the morning if i had a question so we did build up some personal relationships there right and just for our uh, leader up audience out there uh 
among whom are a lot of uh, CES graduates, when we set this online class up, uh, we did it where it looks almost exactly like the classroom. The seminars are 16 to 18 people, and then the students are in small groups of five or six, just like you would see in the classroom. And so um, these these students did have the opportunity to work with uh, a small group, just like you would uh, in the resident class. Now, I, I picked um, or I, I wanted to use uh, supervisors for this podcast, and both uh, Judith and John are supervisors. Because the the intermediate course is is a leadership course. It is about leadership, and so let me just ask you this question: uh, How did the intermediate course and this version of it, the virtual classroom version of it, make you a better supervisor? And uh, John, I'll let you start with that response. I mean. The course covers quite a, a broad area of what a leader sh- truly is, or the different types of leaders that exist. So, but for me, I was I focused particularly for myself on um, active listening, taking in you know the information that someone is trying to give to me, making sure I understand what they're saying. I know I talked to David about rearranging my office so that. Actually, I couldn't look at my computer when someone was actually having a conversation with me. Um, just simple changes, and I know it helped. Me, now I could understand. I I was able to focus exactly on what someone was doing. So then I could work on feedback, coaching. Um, the other side for me was, I think I became, from the knowledge I gained, it was the, I came clearer in my thought, um, you know, with clarity, communication, I would think the course gave me a lot of confidence because I felt, you know, you, it, it, it backed up what I thought I should do right the right way and gave me direction as to different areas I could improve upon. Um, I just finished the appraisals with all my team. And one of the things I did was I went through a checklist of all of questions I had for them, for everybody. And I talked about things that they love about what they do, what, um, demotivates them, what motivates them, what feedback they had for me, what feedback they would like to receive, how they wanted to receive information from me. Um, A lot of that I wouldn't have done, I think, if I had not done the course. Um, I also was able to compile that into like a, a, a list and actually go over it with the team as a whole so that the team could understand how different team members receive information or how we provide information, um, you know, that we should be more specific when we talk to people and that if I walk away, I should walk away knowing exactly what someone spoke about or what my task was. Um, so I, it, that to me helped me focus. I mean, there was a lot of pieces that were focused. Um, and as I said earlier, the being online, it allowed me to implement those things right away, even for my own team and we didn't have a mission or a a vision or we had no values so I was able to implement that pretty quick because I was working through them as my own and the other thing I was able to talk with with the team was well what's their five-year goals what did they what would they like to achieve and walk them backwards like okay what do you have to do in the next year to 
achieve that five-year goal? What do you have to do tomorrow morning when you wake up if you want to achieve the, a piece of the goal in the next six months? Um, so a lot of it was that. A lot of it was working on the team relationships, understanding them, helping them understand their uh, colleagues, understand me. And then, you know, I'm building towards, hey, I want to get out of the way and let them do all the great work. Okay, thank you, John. And I, I remember a lot of those conversations that uh, that we had during our Thursday sync sessions where you talked about all those things. Uh, and Judith, so how, how did the intermediate course and taking it online help you become a better supervisor? Oh, yes, David. I, I, I found it, it was a really great experience for me to, to take the CS Intermediate. Um, I almost wish I, I, would, I could have taken it a bit earlier uh, in my career. Um, as, as mentioned, I've been, I've been a supervisor for four years now, and there were a lot of areas that, that I struggled when I first became a supervisor. Just like a lot of other leaders in the Army, I became a supervisor because I proved myself as a technical expert in the area that I was in. And um, when I shifted into this new role of being a lead and then becoming a supervisor, I mean, the challenges were, were pretty um, instant when it comes to feedback, communication, uh, the team dynamics, working with different types of people. It, it's really, there is a lot that goes into supervising um, army professionals or, and, and I take that very seriously. So um, I, I think this is this is a journey that I've. Um, I don't think I arrived. I don't know when I'm going to arrive, but it, it is a really important journey for me, and I, I take this seriously. I do want to become a better professional and a better leader. I feel that um, I've been in entrusted with this responsibility of uh, running the mission of my small team and. Uh, uh, I'm also responsible for, for the development of my employees. And I'm like, how can I become better at that? Because it's, it's one thing to get the job done yourself, being a technical expert in an area, and then uh, getting the job done through seven people. Um, so I think the most important um, takeaway was that I, I became much more self-confident when, when I talked to them. Um, I'm like, okay, it's, it's, how do you answer the question? How do you become, uh, how do you inspire people? I think this, this class helped, uh, helped me hopefully become more uh, inspirational uh, to my team. And so th there have been uh, areas where I, that I've been working on for a long time. So for example, feedback, I know that uh, I've, I've struggled a lot of times uh, throughout my last uh, four years in, in giving feedback to employees. And I, I've been consciously working on that. How do I improve that? So I think this class enforced a lot of the principles that I already knew, uh, but it helped me um, reflect on a lot of these issues and um, implement them as, as I was taking one session after the other. So uh, a lot of, for all of the audience, uh, the, the session is, is broken down into three areas. There's a self-awareness, just like the prerequisite of the class. There's a self-awareness portion of, of the, the class, there's team development and improving organization. Um, so my favorite part or the best, the most um, interesting part, I would say, was the, the self-awareness portion of the class. It really allowed me to self-reflect. I found the, um, 
the Myers Briggs and the SDI, the Strength De- Deployment Inventories, really helped me uh, focus on who I am, what are what is my personal mission statement, and what is my leadership philosophy. I think it's really important to know who you are, what you stand for, uh, in order to stand up and uh, be true to yourself and to the Army values um, as a supervisor. Um, so I think. The personal mission statement and the leadership philosophy, those two areas I found really challenging. I think it's really difficult to put that on paper or type it on uh, on the screen. What is it? What, what is your mission statement? Uh, who do you want to become as a leader? Um, but having completed these exercises allows me to always go back to these areas and say okay i don't know how to i don't know how to make a decision what's the best best way forward but this is who i am this is the leader i want to become and i always tie it back to those uh the mission statement uh and the leadership philosophy uh so so most definitely i became much more uh self confident i and I, I keep investing in my team and in in, in their development uh, thank you both for those answers. That th- those are awesome, and uh, they're a testament to both of your professionalism and your obvious drive to become better leaders. And uh, the people that you work around are, are are very fortunate to have you. I, I do appreciate uh, the the level, the depth of your responses. And let me kind of switch gears and ask, uh, and I'll start with Judith on this one. Um, what was challenging? What what made the course uh, difficult or or kind of a, a a hurdle that was hard to get over? Uh, yes, David. So I found that the everyday life challenges at the workplace; um, those were the same kind of challenges that I uh, encountered during CES. So. Um, I think during the first week, there were just te- technology challenges. I'm sure that, um, you know, most of us experienced some of that uh, in the workplace. So I remember the first week uh, we were all logging in and, uh, you know, some of us were, um, were having uh, technical difficulties and there were sound issues. And I was just watching Mark. Mark was our facilitator and he was just so incredibly calm. And, and I think um, he, he was able to reassure all of us that, hey, this is no we're, we're ready to 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 do this. We're we're prepared for the challenges, and we're just going to get through this. This is just the first week. Um, no worries about technology. And then and truly, slowly, everybody was just getting on board. And every week after, it just became much better when it comes to technology challenges. Another challenge that um, I encountered was um, just like in the workplace, time management and distractions. Uh, but you know, when it comes to these, it's 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 what you put put in put into it. So um, we're in charge of our own time management. There was a lot of deadlines to to meet. Uh, so just setting my own goals and timelines to make sure that I, I meet those deadlines. And then distractions. You know, I I just realized I have to shut out everything around me and close my email so that I can I can fully participate in the class. Um, so yes, I think these these were my uh, my challenges, and I, I think I was able to overcome them and and make the most out of the class. And the mark that uh, Judith is talking about is uh, my very good friend Mark Schmidt, who is an intermediate course instructor. And Mark, in this iteration, Mark 
uh, facilitated one seminar and I facilitated the other seminar. So uh, I'm, I appreciate you mentioning Mark because he did a great job uh, of, of keeping that seminar on track. And so, uh, John, for you, what was challenging? What made the course difficult? Well, I guess each each week we had, um, you know, we moved into a different area. So we would probably, you have to move outside your comfort zone. Um, you know, if, if I'm working in my current position, I, I know the people, I have time to get to know them. We had to quickly build relationships, you know, that we had to let our own guard down, I guess, that we sometimes put up. But um, that was tough. That was, was, you know, if you're not in the habit of it, that you go in and you go, okay, I've so, I can't even probably see some of these people, but now I have to work with them on a team, get up to speed. I have to trust what they're going to say and how we're going to work together when we have the assignments that are that Judith mentioned that we had to do each week. Um, the other piece is, you know, we did personality profiles and uh, taking that knowledge on board because sometimes you think you're a certain personality and then it comes out, oh, maybe not. You're over in this section. And uh, just adjusting to ha- – because that helps you then understand how other people might view you, your, yourself. And that how you understand yourself. So, and um, Judith even talked about earlier was the self-awareness, being more willing to be self-aware, take that to heart and do reflections. Like I used, when I would drive home from work, okay, I could spend a few minutes reflecting on my drive home. And sometimes I would go, okay, well, maybe I didn't do that the right way today. Um, But being, you know, being able to be, want a better word, critical of yourself and know what you need to do. And I think the course helped you do that. And it was challenging. I mean, and I guess it's it's like anything. It depends on if you're willing to accept the challenge or not. Um, I think for the most part, every week, I did my best to accept the challenge. And catching the time. I mean, for me, I used to work on a Saturday morning. Um, cause that was my window. I'm like, okay, I got peace and quiet. I can actually sit and really take the time, but to setting that time aside in my schedule to do that. But, you know, even though there were challenges, um, it was all pushing me to be a better supervisor a little bit tomorrow, but in the future, like where I want to be in five years type thing. So uh, that's what I would see. And when when we started this class back in uh, January, I had no idea, and I don't think anybody had any idea that by the time we ended, we would be in this uh, COVID-19 situation where all of our resident courses uh, are postponed. And right now, as at the time of this recording, AMSC is either starting to or getting very ready to take all of our curriculum and do it in a in a virtual classroom format. And so there's a lot of people out there, a lot of your peers who are now being told that if you want to get CES done uh, in the next couple of months, you're going to have to do it in a virtual format. And so for you two, uh, and I'll start with John on this one. What kind of advice would you have uh, for your peers out there who 
are are get, are looking at uh, the possibility of going into a virtual format for a class like the either the intermediate course, the advanced course, and the basic course are are moving down this road at least at least in the short term. So, John, the question is, what what kind of advice would you have for others uh, who are getting ready to do the same thing that you just did? Um, <clears throat> like to me, it's it's even if it was a resident piece, if the opportunity presents itself to do the course, um, if you are interested in moving to say the next level of leadership, or even if you want to for the course content, even if you want to help understand or communicate better with your teammates or supervisor, I would definitely recommend the course, whether it's online or not. Um, Cause also it'll help you decide if you, if leadership is in your future. Um, but if it's, if it's the foundation or the basic course, again, um, there's, if you can do it online, you just still have to set aside the time. Um, it's not that every week I have a two-hour sync session and I'm done. No, you still have to be willing to put in the extra effort. I mean, we had to read a biography. I mean, I enjoyed reading the two couple I went through. Um, on top of just covering the course material or working with your, your classmates, you know, there was at least, you know, the, probably you averaged at least an eight, eight hours ex- a week on the course or depending on, on how much effort you wanted to put in. So, um, just because there's a two-hour window there, there are still several hours that you should be willing to take on board and use that time, va- that valuable time that you have to actually improve and learn upon the, the information that there uh, that's been provided in the course. But yeah, I, I, to me, overall, if it's whether it's online or in person, someone, if this comes up, people should take advantage of it because um, it's a great way to help uh, understand yourself and what you might want to do and also understand uh, how it is to work with other people and be a better teammate or whatever you want it to be. But again, it's, you know, it's, it's a help. It's, a, it's, a, it's something you should take advantage of that's there. Okay, and Judith, what kind of advice would you have for people taking uh, an online version of a CES class? Uh, yes, my my advice, David, would just be just do it. Don't don't think about it. Um, don't think about it too long. Just just register for it um, and 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 be ready for the experience. Uh, keep an open mind and um, absorb the information. I think. Did these courses do uh, provide you with the information to improve yourself uh, professionally and personally? It's what you put into it. You will be able to to uh, reap the rewards. What you put in, you get out. It's the same whether it's a virtual class or, as John mentioned, a, a residential class. Um, if you're interested in, in improving your skills, your competencies, your team, your organization, um, just register for the class and, and keep an open mind. Um, I, I do truly believe that I became a better leader and a, a, an army professional after taking the CS close. Um, the virtual environment was not um, a hindrance in, in me making the most out of it. 
and it helped me define my leadership style and and hopefully be a, a better team member. So don't think too much about it. Just just register for it and take the class. And, okay, sorry, thank, go sorry, ahead, John. David. Yeah, I just was going to say. Also, I mean, I when I talk to to my team, I talk about be ready for the next position. You know, the next great job that you see coming up, and if it's is in leadership or whatever area. Having the course done prior, you just don't you don't necessarily have to be a supervisor. A lot of people that did the course with us were not supervisors, but they were preparing themselves for that path. So the virtual course is ideal for this because you can do it over a 12-week period and you're not being taken for three weeks away. So, I mean, it's it, you know, a lot of this is preparing yourself for when the next great job shows up and you say, hey, I'm ready to do it because... I've already done the training and I understand what I need to do in that position. Thanks, David. Uh, thank you, John. And you're, you're correct. Um, the, the just strictly the intermediate courses, uh, GS 10 through 12 or equivalent. And, uh, a lot of those folks, uh, my experience is a lot of them are not supervisors. They're kind of what I consider to be functional experts. Uh, but they are called upon uh, in their organization to show leadership, to, to influence other people. And so uh, I want to end with with uh, one question for both of you. And uh, I'll start with uh, Judith. Uh, was there, is there anything about your experience in this virtual class intermediate course that I haven't asked that you would like to share with our leader up audience. Uh, well, I think we, we pretty much covered, um, covered everything. I, I, I think I became a, a huge proponent of this class that I talked to a lot of people already. Uh, and I encourage uh, all the, the people that I work with to, to focus more on CS and, uh, I, I believe we all have to be ready for future opportunities, as, as John mentioned. And if we're supervisors, we have to make sure we create learning environments and, and learning organizations uh, f so that we can be ready for, for the mission and support the Army mission. Okay, and John, is there anything that uh, that I didn't ask you about that, that you would like to share with our Leader Up audience? Uh, pro probably uh, going... Off of what Judith just let, last said there, um, we like I looked at the the people on the team, like making turning the organization into learning organizations. I remember um, one person in the group that we were in talked about that that they had, you know, they had a very good team and everything was working well. But you know, he he needed to move forward. Like, how did he get the t team looking as a forward leaning team? So you learn a lot from the people that are in the course itself. I mean, the, the other classmates that you have there, um, they all provide good insight. And uh, there was a couple of people that would always have, hey, look at it a little differently. I mean, I think that's what the course helped you do is there was multiple points of view that somebody could look at. And I, and I think the teams were willing to share that. So I, that's one thing we, you don't, we didn't hide, maybe, you know, I didn't, Think of it in the beginning that we would really be able to rely on the people in the class because you gained a lot of information because they come from all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of experience, and everybody was willing to share that. So 
that was a side benefit from from the course, in my opinion. Well, I want to thank both of you for uh, number one for taking the risk back uh, in early 2020 to enroll in this course and for really putting yourself into the course and and getting a lot out of it, which I can hear hear from your responses. So I want to thank you for that. And also want to thank you for the service that you provide uh, to the United States Army uh, Civilian Corps as supervisors. And I also want to thank you for uh, giving up an hour or so of your time to to share your experiences with our leader up audience. So uh, Judith Sandor and uh, John Dwyer, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. And uh, to our Leader Up audience, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you again on the next episode of Leader Up. As always, if you have any questions or feedback or would like to learn more about our podcast, please check the description for our email and for our website. Thanks for listening.